2: Welcome into another edition of the Pack-A-Day podcast. It is Thursday, October 4th. I'm Steve Perhatch, and I am joined by Dusty Evely. Dusty, what is going on, man? Not much,
3: man. You know,
2: we got to see a shutout win.
3: First one since uh, 2010, and looking forward to division uh, division game coming up. So I'm,
2: I'm doing real good. Doing real, real good. But so you're doing good. The Packers, 2-1-1. One one. They're doing okay. Mm-hmm. You know, some upheaval in the locker room, it seems, but... Man, the, the injury report came out, and we got some stuff to talk about. Yeah, because... I guess I'm not doing quite as good as I thought I was, Steve. That's right. <laughs> You're doing fine. Packers, wide receivers, <laughs> bodies, not so good. Geronimo Allison did not practice due to a concussion. He is still in concussion protocol. Randall Cobb, again, did not practice have, dealing with that hamstring issue. Yeah. And today we find out that Devontae Adams was limited in practice due to a calf issue. So I'm counting on my fingers. They don't have a lot of wide receivers left, Dusty. Not
3: many left. They do not have many left. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I assume you don't. I don't assume anything. I should not assume anything. I assume Adams is going to be healthy just because it seems like a late thing. And I kind of feel like we would have heard about it before now if it was a little more serious. But, yeah, I mean, it's if you're counting just pure wide receivers, you count those three guys out. Yeah, we're, we're looking at uh, we're looking at the youngins is all we got.
2: Yeah, so, I mean, if, let's say, Adams does play, then you're going to have, McCarthy was talking about, he's got Marquez Valdez-Scantling, who was going to step up and is mm-hmm. going to be featured in that number two role. I mean, are are we now in the EQ era, or uh, who, who do you think? What's coming up I'm, next?
3: I mean, the guy I've been super hyped to see this entire time has been Moore. I mean, he flashed, like, I, more than anyone else in preseason, more flashed, The Moore looked really, really good. Except his hands were made out of bricks. And that was a problem with him in college. So I think that's going to follow him a little bit. But, man, listen, Devontae Adams still has problems with drops, and I think we will always have problems with drops. Like, Moore is a guy that seems like he can get open when he wants. It seems like he, from what I saw, ran some of the best routes. Um, he's got speed. Um, I'm a big fan of MVS and St. Brown. I'm kind of... Um, I like St. Brown just fine. Like I think he's a three, like he's fine. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited to see more and, and you know, MVS will say turned it an uneven performance this past week. He had the nice catch at the end that he just, just basically beat a guy off the line with a go route, which is not something we're accustomed to seeing lately. So that was exciting. Uh, but he also kind of drifted back on that one pass that should have been or that should have been a pick 6 really on the out and that wasn't good that was not a great throw by Rodgers but MVS needs to come back for that so he's that it's just a reminder that he's uh, he you know he looked decent but he's still a young guy like all these guys are young guys no matter what, how much talent or how much potential they have they got to learn the system and they got to learn how to play in the NFL and so it's 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 a little dicey to throw those guys out there. But, yeah, I'm I'm looking – I think MVS has shown what he can do a little bit. I'm excited about that. I'm really hyped to see more, man. I'm really hyped okay. to see more.
2: No, I was, as you said, I was completely shocked when I saw just a complete go route. And I said, what is happening right now? This is not yeah. the team that I love. Just but clean outside release
3: out. and just, like, gained – I've never seen this before, Steve. He gained separation <laughs> the further he ran down the field. Have you ever heard of this before? <laughs>
2: It's a concept in the NFL. It's a little foreign to the green and I, I gold. Honestly, I was
3: waiting for a flag. I thought it was illegal. I didn't think that they could do something like that. But, yeah, no, it was, it was exciting. I kind of, was really excited. You're like, are we allowed
2: to do this? Like, <laughs> like, what is going this on? can't be right. This is this doesn't feel right. So let's say, you know, these guys are limited. So they don't have roll. They don't have Cobb. They've got four wide receivers. i got to ask you. That means maybe some more tight end issue. Mm. What's what's going on with Lance Kendricks, man? He he can't block. He can't catch. He's running. I don't know what is happening. I don't understand <laughs> why Mercedes Lewis isn't playing. It's all just you know. It's frustrating me. And I <laughs> explain to me what is happening. I don't know,
3: man. Because I mean, you know, before the season, it was very. I mean, man, we talked. Uh, uh, I know me and Andy, and then the other pack guys, the the pack of the future. I mean, we talked for a while about like, man, is is uh, Kendrick's making this team? Is he on the bubble? You know, you had Tanyan who ended up making the team, but you also had Bird. Like, you had these tight ends with upside. And, like, okay, we know we have Kendrick's, but we've got these other guys that seem like they could be better. So Kendrick's, when he got the job, was firmly in the three. You know, obviously Tanyan's not ready yet, but he's firmly in the three. Like firmly in the three. And then suddenly, like, yeah, it's, where's Lewis? Like, I'm looking at Lewis's uh, snap counts right now. He has, game by game, 7-14, 7-17. Kendricks by game nineteen twenty seven ten thirty five. the highest Mercedes Lewis has been uh was 17 snaps that was this past week which was 22 percent uh Kendricks had 35 snaps for 46 percent and I mean it's, it's production I don't hate Lance Kendricks but the, the I mean, production's not incredible I mean he's got three catches on five targets he's got that one really bad drop that sticks in a lot of people's minds and then Lewis has been targeted one time one time, no catches this entire year. I, you know, we brought Lewis on. You know, that was kind of the thing is he's the he's the run-blocking guy. And then when I watched him in preseason, when I watched him, I actually watched all of his stuff from last year too. He's better in space than I think a lot of people give him credit for. He's still a – he's an athletic guy. He can catch when the ball gets to him. He's not going to create a bunch of separation. But he can catch – he can go up and get a ball, and then he can turn around and run a little bit. So he's got skill. Kendrick's just like – The thing on Kendricks that I think the reason they kept him is he's a less good version of Jimmy Graham and Mercedes Lewis. Like He can catch a little, um, and he can maybe threaten a defense, but not to the extent of Jimmy Graham. And he can block a little, but not to the extent of Lewis. So it's kind of this like mediocre, you take the high points of the other guys and you take them down like five notches, and that's Lance Kendricks. I don't have a problem with Lance (laughs) Kendricks. Like I think he's fine. I don't have a major issue with him. But I have zero idea why Lewis is not on the field. It, It makes no sense to me at all.
2: Yeah, I mean that's that's my biggest issue is the reason you want Lewis is because he's the better blocker and it's not even close. Yeah. So if you're trying to establish the run like McCarthy is always trying to establish the run, don't you want the better blocker in there? Doesn't that make sense? It may, it makes sense to me. Well okay, again I just want like, to make sure I'm not crazy.
3: <laughs> well like Lewis isn't a total liability in the past game either. Like that's the thing that oh, gets yeah. me is that like he's way better. He's better than Kendrick's in one portion of the game. And then if you want to look at, like, the pass-catching portion, like, maybe he's a shade below Kendrick's. But I think he's at very least even with Kendrick's. So either – I keep waiting for some weird story to pop up, you know, that, like, he's got some injuries, hiding, or he got in fights with guys in the locker room and McCarthy said you're not getting more than, like, 15 snaps a game for the first half of the season. Like, I keep waiting for something weird to show up because it makes – It makes zero sense to me why he's not out there. Maybe he's not picking up the playbook like they thought. Maybe Kendricks, you know, has been there and they just feel a little more comfortable. I mean, that's been – that could be part of it. You know, Graham is the big weapon. He's the shiny new toy, right? And then Lewis is the guy to come in and block. Well, there's always been this thing in Green Bay, for better or worse, of loyalty. And if Kendricks was there and Kendricks knows the playbook and maybe Rodgers is a little more comfortable throwing to Kendricks, you know, I – I don't know, but if that's the case, then okay, we're going to put him out there. And I've not looked to see if Lewis has played, how many passing downs versus running downs Lewis has been. I would bet you tend more towards running downs because I think yeah, his lowest was... snap count so far was in Washington when they got down early, and so they just never put him out there, but I'd much, I have, as again, zero problem with Kendricks. I'd rather have Lewis <laughs> out there than Kendricks.
2: Yeah, that completely makes sense to me. Uh, you just mentioned loyalty, so that's kind of, I want to switch it up a little bit. Um Aaron Jones. Mm-hmm. Now he's been back for two games and looked very good. Everybody mm-hmm. on Twitter who is the you know the, the Twitter coaches for the Green Bay Packers, he needs to be out there more. Correct. Obviously, that's something I agree with as well because I love to be a Twitter coach. Yeah. But is is the biggest knock on him before was his pass protection? I mean, I know you like to look at all the the offensive passing plays. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, can, what can you tell me? Is that something that he's improved on? Is that some? Is that a liability he needs to work on? Is that a reason why McCarthy isn't keeping him out there as often?
3: I don't, I don't know. Like, I still think it might be an easing him back. Like, it's weird because so if you look at the comparison, if you look at the comparison between say like him and Williams, there's a there's a big difference. Jones is not as good as Jamal Williams with pass protection, but like Jamal Williams is a special special player in pass protection. Like, you can't compare. I don't want to compare like Justin McCray to Jamal Williams because Jamal Williams is better in pass protection than Justin McCray. Maybe Byron Bell. Maybe Byron Bell as well. I don't know. But like, so Jones, like if you look at by comparison, he doesn't look as good. But I mean, I said this last year. Like he's, he didn't always seem like he knew the right place to be in, but he was a very willing blocker. He didn't shy away. He didn't take plays off. Um he always, if he even if he's out of position, he always tried to like get back. Like he never looked totally out of sorts. I didn't think he just missed assignments sometimes, uh, but he was always a willing blocker. With that, which I think for a young guy was a really good sign. This year, and I think he he put on a little weight in the offseason. Um, this year, I feel like there's been a marked improvement. Uh, I think he's okay. made some nice pickups. I, I still don't think he's 100 percent all the way there yet. I think he's there enough to to get him on the field a little more. Like I don't I don't think that's what's holding him back. And I know as far as um, like he he had one more snap than Williams did. So he was the, the running back that was on the field the most this past game. I think we're going to continue to see that. They really like Williams. I really like Williams. Um, I get why he's out there. I know a lot of people... There's this, I think there's a misconception about... I know we're talking about Jones. I think there's a misconception about Williams that he's kind of like this ground and pound back. Like i think he's he's got a little more wriggle to his game than people realize he's better in space he can make people miss like he's not just a straight ahead runner williams is really good it's just that jones is jones better. is special jones is really <laughs> really good so yeah i i don't think i mean from what i've seen anyway the two games he's been back i've not seen anything in pass protection i think that guy that guy absolutely cannot be out there he seems like he's gotten better um Maybe, again, not all the way there yet, but I, I yeah. think he's perfectly serviceable in that part of his that's game. Good.
2: No, good to hear. I mean, that's kind of what I was thinking too. And I think the only other thing I've noted, um, I read somewhere that potentially the reason that they're all kind of splitting is because they've all had the injury bug between yeah. Ty, all three Jones, Ty, and um, and Williams. So you know, trying to keep them fresh in case one does get nicked up, then you only have two. So I don't it, hate it. I mean, I, I mean,
3: really, what I like that that they do, and they did a little more this past game. They did kind of almost like a series, a piece, and then once Jones looked so good, they kind of kept rolling with Jones a little bit. Like mm-hmm. you keep those guys fresh, you play the mismatches, and you just my big thing with this team, some of the personnel they have, man, you get guys out there and you just you just go no huddle. You get the matchups you want, you go no huddle. Any of those, guys, especially Jones and Montgomery, are mismatch problems on linebackers. Like right. you just run that up, you get those guys in kind of a base or a nickel with three other wide receivers, and you just 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 run them you're the legitimate power running team and legitimate passing team with the personnel you've got out there so uh, i hope we're going to see a little bit more of that i think we started seeing that this past week but um yeah that could be it just keep them fresh hopefully uh hopefully none of them get tired and injured (laughs) i'm down with that
2: Uh, yeah all right so the offensive side of the ball wide receivers are dinged up we flip it to the defensive side of the ball and it looks like we're actually starting to get a little healthy Mm -hmm. so that's a good sign uh, Kevin King, Jari Alexander, both practice today. So Rashad Breeland also looking to make his debut. He's at least on track. Not one hundred percent sure it's going to happen, but on his way. So all of a sudden, you lose Devon House. Mm-hmm. Kevin King's <laughs> back. Jari Alexander's healthy. Like all of a sudden, we're looking really good. You got you're five yeah. deep at, at cornerback, and it's looking good.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's looking real good. It's really exciting. I mean, I really think you know, there's people calling for Tremont Williams at safety at some point. Um, I mean, listen, if we're going to see that, we're going to see that soonish, I think. Just if the guys if the guys that are practicing are actually healthy, it's almost a logjam at cornerback. And uh, Breland might take a bit to get up to speed. I can see them easing him in. Uh, I love King, but King can't seem to see, stay healthy, so maybe they ease him back in as well. But I think if you've got that group of those young guys, especially, man, like, Alexander looked good and I thought Jackson looked a little lost. Jackson looked real good this past week. So if you get those guys coming up and then you've got yeah Breland and Williams and King, man, that is a that's just a solid, solid uh cornerback group right there.
2: Yeah, I mean it's it's exciting going. Just compared to last year. <laughs> Where we were sitting last year, until like it was just a hot garbage. Was a house
3: was the unquestioned number one. Was like, was well, that's our guy. One. Oh
2: my god! Like, <laughs> it's it is night and day, and You're, I mean,
3: I, I'm sure you remember this, Steve. At this point, probably last year, like sure it would be nice to have Ladarius Gunter back, wouldn't
2: it? <laughs> <laughs> the guy who ran like a 4.940. nine <laughs> forty. Him let's, and House both, let's man. Have him cover, Julio Jones. That seems like a good idea.
3: <laughs> He's got him and House. Long arms, just barely <laughs> under sub five forties. Yeah, those guys. <laughs> oh, oh, we're very glad we're away from those days. Yeah,
2: I mean it is in a much better place right now, for sure. All right, so the Packers sitting two one and one, mm. going up against the Lions, who are one and three, and their only win is against the Patriots. It's the guys, mantling of the Patriots. I, yes, I. I mean, I'm just a little lost as to, to trying to figure out what is going on with the Lions. <laughs> I mean, they all almost come back and beat the 49ers. They get blown out by the Jets. I mean, and then the Jets haven't looked good against anybody else. Mm-hmm. What What is going on? Like, what am well, I supposed than, to expect? Well,
3: then the Cowboys last week, like, I just, I watched that game last night. Um, that's a team. Cowboys didn't seem like they could move the ball on anyone. And they were just picking up yards, tw- like chunks of yards, 20 at a time against the Lions. Yeah. Uh, this past week, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think they're closer to the kind of a a bad team. I've said this, I, I, I don't think here, but multiple other times. You know, I, I live in Kentucky. I watch a lot of SEC football. Or I used to. I don't get a chance to watch much college ball anymore. Uh, Matt Stafford on those Georgia teams were loaded with talent, and then they never really did much because Matt Stafford like will just. He's just remarkably inconsistent. Like sometimes play to play, sometimes just game to game, and that follows him. Like that's just who he is. Like he's gonna have a game where he looks tremendous, and he has a game where he throws a ball out of bounds. Um, I think the only thing that really worries me about this team at this point is I um, uh, was at Carian Johnson. Oh, now, he is looking. That good. dude looks terrifying. Just and especially, I know the just I know the Football Outsiders um, Packers are 26th in run defense this year. The uh, pass defense, I think, is top 12, if I'm not mistaken. But run defense, they've not been looking really good, which is weird because that's where we thought the strength of this defense was going to be, especially early on. So going up against a guy that you, uh, that's coming on that the Lions are using a little more and Johnson, I think, is going to be
2: terrifying. Yeah, Green uh, Bay is uh, right in the middle of the pack for rushing defense uh, okay. team-wise. But this is the thing I'm excited for is Detroit is dead last in yeah. rush defense. So, I mean – I'm I'm really excited. I think Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams, I mean if they are thin and wide receiver, get ready for a lot of run game, a lot of screen passes to the to the backs. I mean, it's got potential to be be smart and be like, "Hey, Aaron Rodgers is injured. Let's let's do quick passes. Let's do Let's do runs. Let's do screens. In, if get they, Mercedes uh, Lewis in there. You know, Hey, you know that. a Tight end. <laughs> I mean, get Tanyan in there, man. Let's do something. To, let's do it, man. Hey, I man, mean, Andy listen. will freak out if that happens. We'll but. Get,
3: let's get Montgomery back to wide receiver fully for a game. And you got him and Tanyan, uh, And then, you know, a couple of the young guys. Let's... Let's just get, let's get real weird with it. Let's get real weird with it. I mean,
2: I, if, if anything, I really want it to go like varsity blue style where it's the oop-de-oop <laughs> offense, or we've got like a couple of like four tight ends all grouped <laughs> off to the right. And then Devonte Adams to the left and they won't know what's to do. I mean, there, there, there could be a lot of fun being had in this lions game.
3: Uh, yeah. I mean, if you listen to a lot of people that are saying McCarthy doesn't know how to be creative, so he won't actually ever do that. And the, I mean, par, that's probably right. They're not going to get that weird. Um, But listen, man, if you're gonna get if you've got wide receivers down and you got a chance to be creative, I mean they're like you said, they're they're last in rush defense. They're like twenty sixth in pass defense. Like they're just they're not a good defense all the way around. So I think you can beat the Lions wherever you feel like beating the Lions. But yeah, this seems like a game. Just unleash the tight ends, unleash the running backs, and just just pick up fifty
2: yards a pop. That seems
3: like a good plan. Other, just call that
2: play. It's that similar. It's like tech, tech Mobile, right? Pretty yeah. much, you know, have Aaron Jones run back and forth in a zigzag pattern, and we're good to go. <laughs> well, they had, I, mean, I like it. That
3: Cowboys game. I mean, they had multiple times. The Lions had uh, just a linebacker matched up on Zeke Elliott, and they would just run him out, and the guy couldn't keep up with him. And you know who's faster than Zeke Elliott? Aaron Jones think like Aaron Jones' matches. Like, just like, move, do lots of motion, man. Do lots of motion and do a call, a couple plays going up to the line, call a run play and call a pass play. And you look to see what the motion is doing and you look to see who's matched up on your running back. And then you just do something and you just gash
2: them for like 10 yards of pop. Maybe I'm a little optimistic.
3: <laughs> I, th- I think I mean, they I'm could happy do with it.
2: That. If their run games use them 10, 10 at a time, that's a good day. Then that's, we'll a okay. day. that's a then decent day. Then we're looking day. at three, one, and one, and the Bears fans can shut up. They never will. As, no, long, as long as they're number one in the division, they never will, and you know that. But hey, on a side note, now the Cubs fans can't say anything anymore. So <laughs> you know, at least Austin, Wisconsin, it's a good good time to be. Yeah, Wisconsin. Thank God for that, right? <laughs> yeah. So wrapping things up, it uh, was announced today that the Packers are going to be creating 220 residences nice in nice. their Town project. So, my question to you is we've got roughly like 18 to 20 people doing this podcast i mean we should all do we all put down for one house or do we each get our own and have like a little podcast area because apparently you can only have good packers podcasts and and news if you live within <laughs> a certain distance we have of to be Winifold. within a
3: mile is my understanding within a mile or we don't it doesn't mean anything um
2: so yeah i'm saying we can all put yeah. it together and we can all live there and then it would make us we'll be super the no
3: that's right it would be we'll be legit um You know, if it's if we could get like, I don't know how it's going to be structured, if it's like a (laughs) cul-de-sac, I say we get like, you know, a couple teams per house. If not, dude, listen, it's an idea that's never been done before, Steve. You get everyone in one house, you get a whole bunch of cameras, you record everything, and then some people get voted out.
2: Ooh. Yeah. It's like the the Pack-A-Day podcast, real world style. Yeah.
3: We're going to see what happens when people stop talking about Packers and start getting real. Um, It's going to be thrilling. It's exciting. Yeah.
2: yeah, I man, listen. Well, we'll start I'm, with 18 people on, on the microphone on each podcast and cut everybody per episode and then by the end of it at the end of it it's just one guy doing it. Or I think girl, that's good. Or girl. Or girl. Or, girl,
3: or girl. Yeah. Um yeah, I, listen. However that ends up being arranged, I want to go ahead and say I'm ready to put my down payment down whether we're all sharing a house or getting separate ones. I'm well, I'm ready, I'm brother.
2: Sure, it's going to be super cheap to do it. I mean, <sighs>
3: Yeah, I mean, it's right next to Green Bay. Who wants to live right next to a stadium? Um, not me. So, yeah, no, it's horrible. it's going to be cheap. It's going to be real cheap. All I'm right, willing man. to pay up to $250 per month for one of those for one of those houses. <laughs> tell you that, Steve.
2: All right, well, thank you for listening, everybody, to the Pack-A-Day Podcast. Make sure to follow us on Twitter. Uh, shoot us any questions you got. Um, for me, I'm at Steve Furrach. Dusty, what's yours? Uh, at Dusty Evely. At Dusty Evely, so follow us. Hit us up with any questions, and uh, we'll talk to you guys in a couple of weeks there. Thanks for listening to pack a Podcast. Six seconds to go. Ball just outside the four. Roger shotgun looks to his right. Snap to A-Rod. Throws right side. Yes! Touchdown! And a dagger! That's to Andrew Paulus on the right side! Aaron pointing to the right now, gets the snap, looking, throws left side of the end zone, leaping right yes. to the back, yes, a touchdown green ball! A spectacular and catch to the left! from the 42 New York, fourth down and two, snapped A-Rod, looking downfield, scrambles right, now winds up, rainbows, into the end zone, and it is caught, but the Touchdown, Green Bay!